My Weekly Milk Where one can be fed with the milk of the Word of God, be stirred up in the Spirit and filled with spiritual strength to face the challenges we might encounter during the week and come out victorious. We should forward this My Weekly Milk to as many people as we think it might bless. Remember, the Bible has the final authority. Therefore, brethren, whatever you read in this letter, be like the Christians of Berea who went back and checked in the Scriptures if it was so. Presented to you by Jerry Melanda, but everybody calls me G. Read by Lynn Giles and published by Calvin Giles. Today's topic, the seven Hebrew words for praise. The aim of this study is to equip born-again believers in the practical knowledge of praise and worship. Many times we have a wrong understanding or rather limited understanding of what God means by praise and worship. God expects us to praise Him every day, even when we do not feel like praising Him. We will discover in this study that it is possible to praise God every day. God gave His people, the Hebrews, seven words for praise. It is a perfect plan of God for us. I remember when the Lord spoke to me some years back to praise Him every day. I told God, but sometimes I do not feel like singing. My understanding of praise was limited back then. That is why the only thing that came to my mind when I heard praise and worship was singing. We'll focus on the attitude of praise. Many times we do things in church settings without the understanding of them. We raise our hands up because everybody in church is doing so and we do not want to offend anybody so we lift ours too. They ask us to wave and we wave our hands or a handkerchief, but we do not know why. And some people in church do those things without understanding. But I hope after this day, each one of us will have a clear understanding of what we do in the church setting and what our attitude of praise should be. A. True Worshippers Chapter 1 Worship God in spirit and truth. John four twenty to 24 Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour comes and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. What is worship? Worship is the act of paying divine honour to a supreme being, in our case God. We honour God when we do his commandments. God said to Samuel, 
For those who honour me I will honour, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. 1 Samuel 2 verse 30 The First Commandment of Jesus and Our First Work John 3 verse 7 Marvel not that I said unto you, You must be born again. John six twenty eight to 29 Then said they unto him, What shall we do, that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him, Jesus, whom he, God, has sent. This is the entrance or the door into true worship. You must be born again. It is not a suggestion or an advice. It is a command. If you want to be a true worshipper of God, you must be born again by believing in Jesus Christ, who came to die for your sins and make him your Lord and Saviour. Do not try to do any of the works of the law before you have done the first one that gives you access to the promises of God for true worshippers. Believe in Jesus whom God has sent and you will be born again. You and your house will be saved. When God sent an earthquake to deliver Paul and Silas from the prison, the jailer asked them, What must he do to be saved? As it is written, Then the jailer called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? In other words, what work shall I do to be saved? Shall I fast? Shall I do penance? Shall I give tithes? Shall I sow into the special anointing that's upon your life? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the first work God is asking everybody to usher them into true worship. And you shall be saved and your house. And they spoke unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. Act sixteen twenty nine to 32 if a person says he's a true worshipper and yet practices sin, he is deceiving himself. He who practices sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3 verse 8 for you to be a true worshipper, you need to be born again and no longer belong to the devil. When you are born again, Jesus destroys the practice of sin in your life, for sin is a work of the devil. If a person professes to be born again or a true worshipper of God and yet practices the sins leading to death, he is deceiving himself. He is not saved. As it is written, do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor abusers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10 some of us used to be like that, but when we were born again, God saved us from our sins, not in our sins. As it is written, and such were some of you, 
but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 11 Please revisit the Bible studies on Come Home, David's Sexual Sin Exposed, and Neither Do I Condemn You. These Bible studies will lay the right foundation and understanding of what being born again means according to the scriptures so that you will not deceive yourself being in church and singing all those Christian songs while you are going to burn in hellfire. Paul says to each one of us, as he said to the church of Corinth, who were being deceived, Examine yourselves whether you are in the faith. Prove your own selves. Do you not know your own selves that Jesus Christ is in you unless you are reprobates? But I trust that you will know that we are not reprobates. 2 Corinthians 13, 5-6 When you read your Bible, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, the words which have been translated as service and serve talk about worship. Satan said unto Jesus, All these things will I give you if thou wilt fall down and worship. Proscunio, kiss like a dog licking his master's hand. Worship, prostrate yourself in homage to me. Then Jesus said unto him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Latreo, minister to, serve. Do the service, worship. Matthew 4, 9-10 So, whenever we choose to obey the commandments of God, we are serving God and worshipping Him. And whenever we choose to sin, which is doing the desires of Satan, we are serving Him, even worshipping Him. Jesus said, You are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. The word of God is a truth that sanctifies a person, so that he is no longer conformed to the world, though he is in the world, according to John seventeen sixteen to 19 when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? John eight forty four to 46 Do you not know that the person who sins belongs to the devil? And for the purpose, Jesus was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3 verse 8 Whenever a person commits sin, especially the sins leading to death listed in 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10, he spiritually kisses the hand of the devil like a dog licks the hands of his master. Jesus tells us, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever, whether born again or heathen, commits sin is the servant, duelos, Bond servant, slave, servant of sin. John eight thirty four, And Satan is the master of sin, for iniquity was first found in him, and he was a murderer from the beginning. Ezekiel twenty eight fifteen and John eight forty four. Why do we not stop once and for all kissing the hand of the devil and start kissing the hand of Jesus Christ?
For whenever a person refuses to sin, but instead chooses to practice righteousness and walk in holiness, he kisses the hand of Jesus Christ, his King. Serve. About. Serve. Be a worshipper of. Be a bondservant of. The Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Psalm 2, 11-12 My friends, let us kiss the hand of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, lest he be angry and we perish in hell fire, even in the lake of fire. Do you not know that the unrighteous, whether they profess to be born-again Christians or heathen, shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor abusers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10 the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars will have their part in the lake burning with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 21 verse 8 And if anyone was not found having been written in the book of life, he was cast into the lake of fire, Revelation 20, verse 15 A true worshipper is a bondservant of King Jesus. He has willingly pledged allegiance to King Jesus Christ and him alone. He does not serve two masters, Satan and Jesus at the same time. He does not kiss the hand of two different masters, kiss the hand of Satan and also kiss the hand of Jesus. Jesus tells us, No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, the God of greed, a vassal of Satan. Matthew 6, verse 24 Please read the Bible study Come Home to understand what it means to be born again. And behold, a woman, a sinner in the city, knowing that Jesus Christ reclined in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster vial of ointment. And she stood behind him weeping at his feet, and she began to wash his feet with tears, and wipe them with the hair of her head. And she ardently kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Luke seven thirty-seven to 38 this was a wise woman. She decided to forsake her sins, meaning kissing the devil and start kissing Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus says about her to the Pharisee who invited him, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house, yet you gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with tears and has wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, he loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. 
Luke seven forty four to forty eight. Paul tells us, I beseech you therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. Latreia, ministration of God, service, worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, in order to prove by you what is that good and pleasing and perfect will of God? Romans twelve one to 2 Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit in you, whom you have of God? And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians six nineteen to 20 Whenever you choose to flee from sexual immoralities, you are worshipping God. And whenever you do sexual immoralities, you are worshipping the devil. Do you not know that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? Let it not be. Or do you not know that he being joined to a harlot is one body? For he says, the two shall be one flesh. But he, being joined to the Lord, is one spirit. Flee fornication and all sexual immoralities. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits fornication and all sexual immoralities sins against his own body. 1 Corinthians six fifteen to 18 Paul tells us again, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve, latrio, to serve, to worship, the living God? Hebrews 9 verse 14 Therefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve, latrio, serve, worship. God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews twelve twenty eight to twenty nine. May you not end up in hellfire because you rejected Jesus Christ by practicing the sins leading to death. We need to serve or worship God acceptably by fleeing all sexual immoralities as we present our body a living sacrifice unto God, holy, and also flee the sins leading to death, listed in 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10. What God is asking us to do is a reasonable thing. It is doable. By the power of the Holy Ghost, for men and women of old have been able to do so in the Bible, Romans 12, verse 1. Joseph was a true worshipper. Even under the old covenant he fled sexual immoralities. He said to Potiphar's wife that adultery is great wickedness and sin against God. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. 
There is none greater in this house than I. Neither has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her, to lie by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled, and got out of the house. Genesis thirty-nine seven to 12 Abraham worshipped God. Genesis 22, 4 and 5 then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide you here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. God will honour true worshippers. 1 Samuel 2 verse 30 Wherefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father should walk before me for ever. But now the Lord says, Be it far from me, for them that honour me I will honour, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed.